Welcome to today's devotional for Friday, September 22nd. I'm so glad to be spending the morning with you. Our scripture reading today comes to us from the Gospel of Matthew in the fifth chapter, beginning at the 11th verse. Hear now the word of the Lord. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father, may the word just read point to the word to come. And may it all work together to point to the word made flesh, your son, our Lord Jesus. Amen. When I was a little girl, my mom had a friend named Nancy. And Nancy, for some reason, she took an interest in me and in the state of my heart. She was attentive and thoughtful in a way that was different. She was different than any of the other adults I knew. And when my parents divorced and I experienced various trials and tribulations in my teens and 20s, Nancy was still there with small kindnesses, care packages, and handwritten notes. Nancy was always there to remind me that someone out there cared about me enough to take the time. Someone out there cared enough about me to bear witness to my life, to cheer me on and celebrate my wins and extend a hand to me in my struggle. I remember one instance when I was new to college and I was so lonesome and homesick and she sent me a package for Halloween full of silly things, sweet treats and small kindnesses. And it was such a great comfort. More than the content of the box, her thinking of me mattered. It made a difference. In our scripture reading from today, we have an articulation of how to share the love of God openly, brightly, and without fear. This looks like loving people in a way that stands out, that rises above the us and them rhetoric we hear in our culture, that stands above the voices that would tell us that some lives matter more than others, stands above the voices that would have us limit our love to our immediate family. You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. When we give and love and listen and forgive and take time for others, it gives light to the whole house, to the whole world. Nancy was that for me. And though I wasn't as expressive in my gratitude as I'd wish I'd been before she died, I hope she knew how much I appreciated her, her extravagant approach to love, love that is big enough to hold more than her own kids, has given me a dream that my own kids would be surrounded by such love. Church of the Palms offers that. 
I'm so grateful for Pastor Lori and Carol and Connor's leadership. Through our children and student ministry, my kids have met adults who show up at their regattas and write them birthday cards and love them on their good days and on days when their behavior is not so good. I thought it was interesting in my study of today's scripture that the you in our scripture passage, as in you are the light of the world, it's plural. You all are the light of the world. So this certainly can be the work of individuals, but it's our work as a community as well. We are the light of the world. This is our responsibility. This is our opportunity. This is our richest offering. I have heard more than one young adult student in our ministry program share that their youth group saved their life. For these kids and these adults, showing up in their lives, it's like a, a light in the darkness showing us the way to a better future, one in which we are all more deeply connected to God and to others. I really love our Palms Angel program. By praying for and sending notes and care packages to our young people when they head off to college, we're reminding them that they're loved. I believe this is the best thing we can do to ensure that they have a faith that endures. I believe this is the best thing we can do to ensure they have a faith that endures. I believe this is a wonderful thing to do to ensure our own faith endures because we are connected to one another. So just by taking the time to make a meal, write a letter, pray for a child, attend a game, ask a question, we are corporately expressing God's love in a way that is literally changing the future. By loving brightly, boldly, we are manifesting Jesus' life in our lives. Of course, we have to constantly be reminded that we are not the light, but the window through which the light can be seen. To be the light, it means servanthood. Part of our work together is to function in our increasingly secular world and in the lives of our youth who are growing up in an increasingly secular world to function as an unmistakable picture of God's amazing love. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O oh God, for the love and the light you have brought into the world and into our lives. We are humbled and we are so very grateful. Aid us in our efforts to serve as a window revealing your light and love to others. Give us brave hearts to imagine a world where love is not bound to families or groups of like-minded people, but extends boldly into the lives of children and young people, of people of all ages who need it most. In your son's precious name we pray. Amen.